Hi everyone, it's Cameron, and today we have a very special guest. Uh, Carmen Denby is joining us, who is the coordinator of the Sustainable Development Challenge. Yay! <laughs> Hi, Carmen. Hi, happy to be here. <laughs> so, Hannah, do you have some questions? I do. So, what made you want to join the SDC? Should we say what that is? Sustainable Development Challenge. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Yeah. So could you explain uh, what the Sustainable Development Challenge is, Carmen? Yeah, sure. Um, well, it's a, a youth-focused platform um, to engage youth in the 17 United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. So that's kind of a mouthful, but uh, <laughs> the goal is to bring awareness around the global goals. So as one of the 193 countries in the world that have signed on to hit the targets in the 17 goals, as Canadians, we need to feel some sense of responsibility to play a part in hitting the targets. Right. Mm -hmm. And because I am a former high school teacher and I have a passion uh, for social justice and a passion for working with youth, the two came together when it came time for um, a need to bring back this challenge and for someone to head it up. So it's a perfect fit for me with my education background and also my personal history being involved in social justice as a World Vision Canada ambassador. So that's kind of how I started. But yeah, what it is, is just an opportunity for young people to engage in a project-based platform where they take one of the global goals that they're passionate about work with the team of their peers and come up with a plan to impact change on that global goal. I mean, that's the simple version, as you all well know. It's not yes. that simple. <laughs> uh, but that's the goal is to just reach out to our local youth. And there's so many young people out there that have a passion for something, whether it's about um, ending homelessness in Kelowna, whether it's about um, loving animals, whether it's about dealing with gender issues, like, you know, was one of the initial topics you guys were interested in. Right. Climate action. I mean, any one of those 17 goals, um, somebody can find something they relate to in it. And for me, I just felt like the youth needed a voice in all of this. They're the ones that are inheriting um, all of these problems or issues. And so doesn't it make sense then to engage them at a young age to listen to what their solutions might be? Yeah. And that's what the SDC is. It's a platform. We offer a cash prize, which is kind of exciting. And it gets teams um, interested and engaged right away. Like, oh, a <laughs> and that prize money gets donated by a local organization who's interested in supporting youth. And then the winning teams who uh, win the cash prizes, we have more than one, can then use that money to actually implement their projects. So it's not just about coming up with an idea around the global goals, it's actually working for a tangible solution. And that's what I love about it, because we can measure it, we can see that it's actually being done, and that means um, we're making progress. Right. So yeah, that in a very small nutshell, as you know, is the STC. We've actually opened it up to other components this year where we're looking to engage um, artists uh, in arts for social change component, and filmmakers, and it's growing. But at the heart of the SDC was always the project and pitch. So a comprehensive written project with a group of peers around one global goal, and then a live pitch to judges and a live audience where the, the teams get scored and then uh, they, they win the prize money to make it happen. So that, that's it in a nutshell. 
Great. Thank you. Yeah. Wow, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good explanation. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, so you sound very you sound very inspired when you say this. So my next question is what inspire you what inspires you to do these types of things? Yeah, well I, I'm glad that my enthusiasm comes through because mm-hmm. yeah. definitely yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Well, as you know, I mean we've had the opportunity I've had the opportunity to work with you and the other teams this year and for me that's the greatest joy is I mean, I'm a 100% volunteer, but it's, you know, I joke with students and say, oh, my paycheck is when I get to meet you or when I see what you're doing or you text me and go, oh, and this is happening. And and I just am filled with joy and excitement, honestly, uh, because working with people like you and, and young people in the city, I just find your, your enthusiasm and your passion and your ideas, they just fuel me. So that's one of the reasons why you know I, I got into this and I left teaching you know fairly early in my career to raise my kids uh, but I went into teaching and education because I love working with young people so for me it was a way uh, doing this challenge is a way for me to still engage with um, the age group that I love and that's high school mm-hmm. and to just work with them and guide them and so it fulfills that you know part of my life but the other part is my social justice advocacy. And since, um, you know, I was a young girl, you know, my parents taught me about uh, social justice issues. And at a young age, I became involved with World Vision Canada, where we have had a sponsored child in our family. So I got to understand what it was like for a person living in another part of the world and what their struggles were. And I had an empathy for it. Then when I went on to teach high school in Kelowna, I would try and figure out ways how can I get my students to do these little projects that I care about? Like let's bake apple pies for the drop-in center and let's do a project for, you know, uh, people experiencing homelessness in our community. And how can I tie that to the curriculum? I was always trying to find ways to engage and inspire my own students when I was a teacher. So to do the project like SDC and other local projects I've been involved in, it's marrying my two passions and that is social justice and working with youth. Right. Yeah. And it must be so cool to like have a platform and then just watching all of the projects from every year yeah. take off yeah. over time. That is, yeah. Well, it's pretty great. And I kept <laughs> in touch with many of the teams, most of the teams. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm always dropping them a line. I'm following what they're doing. And, you know, a lot of the times when students are young and they engage in this challenge and it's, wow, it's such a big deal and you're so focused on it for the whole year and then then it's over. And it's interesting, many students, you know, drop off totally or they resurface later with another issue that that comes up in their lives that they want to fight for. So I think what's great about the challenge is it it's, it's that next level for young people. So you might be the kind of student who's like, oh, yeah, I really care about this. Or we talk about this in our family or, oh, I've always had a passion for this. But when I come around and present the challenge in your school or you hear about it on a poster, this is an opportunity to say, oh, this, this could be something I'm looking for. This could take these little feelings I have had inside of me all my life and it could propel it to the next level. And that's what I love about it is seeing students go saying yes to something like this. And then suddenly they're in it and they're like, okay, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to go for it. And you, you can probably all attest to what happens. <laughs> you start off with yeah. ideas and, you know, some guest speaker that shows up in a classroom. The next thing you know, you're signing up for something. You really don't know what it is, 
<laughs> you know, four months later, you're on stage fully in yeah. your passion. And wow, isn't that awesome? And that's what I love about it. It's just like finding students to say yes and just taking them to the next level. It's it's so exciting. Definitely. And I think with um, students, especially in younger people growing up, it's very important for all of us to get involved with not only the community, but with everybody. Yeah. And in Penticton, there's a program that's called the Social Justice Program. And I, I'm going to go into that for college. Mm -hmm. It's like a, I think it's a two-year program, and it, like, teaches you everything. Right. Basically. So, like, our generation, there's the passion, and we have, I think we have the knack for that, but yeah. we don't have, like, the right we um, don't, the resources. Right. The like, right this challenge is really great, because I feel like, for me, um, I've had like wanting to do something for others my whole life, but yeah. then I don't know where to start. And so this is a really good platform to teach people how to start something and mm -hmm. how something that can be a smaller project can make a bigger impact than you're thinking. Right. And exactly. it's really powerful to think like just an idea or like we're, we were brainstorming and Cameron just like shot out an idea of like, how about we make a podcast? And mm -hmm. that's how it started to see like the idea come like real into real life is truly exactly. amazing. Yeah, and that's sometimes all it takes, right? It's just right. somebody to throw it out there. And that's what I feel like STC is. And that's what my role is early on, like in, in September when the school year starts, is to just throw it out there to teachers, to students, to schools, get posters up, plant little seeds, and try and find those students who, who are ready to like, oh, it's scary, but okay, let's try this. And then, yeah. and then we guide them. Like, as you know, we don't throw you to the wolves. <laughs> it, it, mm -hmm. It's a process where we're just sort of, we're, on, we're around on the fringes to support and, and let your voice and your passion kind of come out. But not you, you can't do this on your own. You don't necessarily have the connections at a young age. And that's what we're able to do through our mentor program and through my sort of one-on-one -on -one counseling and support throughout the process is to just mm -hmm. connect you with the right people, encourage you, ask questions, um, edit, just all of those things. Um, but I wanted to say one thing about about this, what you said, Cameron, is like, okay, I, I've got this in me, but I don't know where to start. And that's what I love about the global goals. There's 17 lovely little packages right there in color. If you've ever seen the poster, you know what I mean. They, these nice little yeah. boxes with little graphics and 17 numbers. And it's a very... Printed out in my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very appealing little picture, right? But it's it's uniting because... Everybody in the world can find one passion within those 17 goals and it helps you kind of frame it, right? Like, oh, I want to I want to save the world. Okay, that's great. Now let's break this down. Well, they've already broken it down for you in 17 targets. So now look at those and say, okay, which one speaks to me? Which one? Okay, there's three here. Okay, now let's go to the next level. Really, if you had to do a project, which one would you choose? And then you start with your number. And that's what we say is, what's your number? That's kind of our tagline for STC, which one of those goals. But then you realize along the way that, oh, it's not just one number. Actually, this is going to impact this number and that number. And by the time you're done, I don't know how many global goals you actually had listed as part of your project, but it was certainly more than one. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> Yeah, so they're all connected. But the 17 global goals are a great framework for everybody to find their passion and, and find their balance in life. Like, yeah, you can be a student. You can get a part-time job. You can start planning your career and your university or whatever. But isn't there a place for the rest of humanity somewhere 
in your life or shouldn't there be? And for so many students, they, they, they volunteer and, you know, many of the students that take SDC are already doing so many great things. Uh, but there are some that aren't and they just don't know how. And let's help students and young people find that balance in their lives between um, the rest of the world that revolves around them personally. And then how are they reaching out to others and not just people, but the climate and and animals and, you know, those people that live halfway across the world and all those other entities uh, as being human that, that we need to care for. And this just helps helps people do it and pull it into their lives at a young age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even into the future, like it's the SEC project is building leaders of right. the future. Mm-hmm. So even if it's just like small changes in the community right now, we never know what they might become. So Yeah, like so, overall the connections that we had right. throughout this challenge, the amount of people that we just mm-hmm. got connected with in the city, it really created a skill of reaching out to local mm-hmm. businesses exactly. and spreading ideas is always a way to make change. Too. Right. Yeah. And don't you didn't you find as young people when you did that, when you, you know, had to call like someone at the city or you had to, you know, do those yeah. things that not everyone are, is comfortable with, never mind a young person, um, yeah. that they're very open to you. And I always say to yeah. the teams, they're like, oh, I'm scared to call or what if they don't or they didn't respond. And I'm like, look, you're already winners because you're young people trying to do good things. So who is going to shut you down? <laughs> Like most people love to hear a youth voice, especially when you're educated on your topic and you're passionate about it and you're approaching them in a respectful and organized way and respectful of their time. And um, you're gonna, I'm sure you got some very positive responses, which, which then boosted your confidence and made you realize, hey, people actually do want to hear from us and they are interested in helping us. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, yeah, I think that, um, I feel like sometimes they were more excited yeah. to like talk to us because they're like, oh my gosh, these younger people want to get involved mm-hmm. with these, with the, these things. Yeah, especially yeah. a mentor night. Oh right. yeah. And Just, Kelowna yeah. is like a leader for sustainability mm-hmm. anyway, I'm finding, which is really <laughs> exciting for this challenge because yeah. I feel really powerful because the city's kind of behind our morals it's not like we're trying to convince anyone everyone was pretty excited yeah who we reached out well I I think a lot of um I I think a lot of those people want to have youth on their boards or giving them advice or directing (laughs) them because it it shows that they're being inclusive too right so I think I think it's win-win for sure and you're right Cameron or whoever whichever one of you said that about you're making connections so you know down the road when you are trying to find a job in the city or you're going further into your social justice advocacy as an adult, you're going to like, okay, I remember that person that I worked with in high school and I've still got their email and, and I'm going to reach out to them and that's going to help you get jobs. That's going to help you make partnerships and, and just be more fully immersed as a member of society here in the Okanagan. So it's, it's, you're right. It's not just about, this project it's building uh your skills but building your connections uh for the future so you know it's it's really great for students Mm -hmm. yeah i feel more experienced now with my community because like before with Kelowna, i just kind of felt like a bystander Mm -hmm. 
but like now that we were like reaching out to people and now that we did the challenge mm-hmm. I don't, it just feels really good and now we can put our like word out to people mm-hmm. and people can listen to us yeah I just feel more in touch with our community <laughs> yeah, sure. well I think too because now you have a story right you have an experience that you can share. Oh, we were part of this. This is what we do. Here's a link to our podcast. Follow us on social media. And so people from afar can kind of like, oh, what are these guys about? Let me look up Zed. Who are these people, right? And then when they read about you, <laughs> they're like, okay, I want to get to know more. And so it's, uh, yeah, it, it's giving you some clout, I think, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, we were already in the news which was crazy yeah exactly yeah that's a great part of the challenge is that one of the components is your social outreach so we always say okay you know you're having these little meetings and building your plans in your classrooms and you know these back rooms with the doors shut but really it doesn't do anybody any good until you share it with the public and of course it's easy now in the world of social media to uh you know start an instagram account a facebook page a website um, you know, all that kind of stuff, but it really exposes you in a big way, you know, to others in your community. And don't you find once you start digging into this kind of stuff, you realize, wow, there's a lot of people in the city doing this kind of stuff that I don't even know yeah, about. Yeah. And it's amazing how many of our listeners, um, like, give us the message on Instagram and, yeah. like, give us really motivating, like, comments and stuff it's Mm -hmm. amazing yeah yeah it's it's definitely I think like looking back on it it kind of felt like a dream you know like a fever (laughs) dream like we're kind of just like talking about it and like it came from like the the movie Radio Rebel you know (laughs) yeah we're just talking about that but now that it's happening it like it almost doesn't feel real because of like all the feedback we're getting and like the people listening to it Mm -hmm. and all the people that we have talked to yeah, Helen, didn't you say that there was someone talking about the podcast in your class one time? Right, yeah, there was this uh, girl in my math class, and she's First Nations, and she was really interested in doing a podcast with us, mm-hmm. and she was like, wait, aren't you the girl from, like, the Z Ed podcast? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> well, did she want an autograph? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really felt that way, because she was like, oh, I, like, um, I want to join you guys when, like, you make a club or, like, I want to make a podcast with you. And, if, like, it felt like we were actually doing something, yeah, exactly. like, yeah. really impactful in, in KSS and in our community. Well, so, and that was yeah. that was your goal, right? Was, you know, right, just yeah. pull other people in and, and be inclusive. Because, I mean, from what I see, I mean, you guys are in it, in the thick of it every day. But in high schools, especially big ones like KSS, it's still very exclusive you know there's lots of groups that stick to themselves not because they're snobby not because they're rude or or arrogant it's often because they don't know how to communicate with others and I think that's what I love about you know the four of you is that you're just so open and easygoing and I would want to hang out with you and I would want to (laughs) podcast like I am I was very excited to do this um so I think just by your nature of who you are as people, you're going to have impact. But then now you have this platform to really reach out and pull in some people that maybe normally would never have the courage to speak about an issue that you want to talk about or never feel like anybody would want to hear them. 
And so the more you can do within your school to just really blow this thing wide open and say, yeah, we want to hear from you and you and you and you and and then beyond KSS to the other schools, because you know what, they're all going through the same stuff right now. And you guys are just taking the lead to say, here's a safe place. Let's talk about it. And um, yeah, I really love what you're doing. And I feel like, you know, you're really setting a legacy there for uh, other students at KSS long after you go to just make this kind of thing the norm where we talk about things, where we are inclusive and welcoming and safe. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and for the future, what are you looking forward for the SDC? So I've been coordinating the SDC uh, since 2018. So that was my fourth year. And, you know, I'm pretty much, you know, I, I'm a bit of a control freak, I have to say. I, I'm passionate about it. I call it my baby and I call you my babies. <laughs> I, I just, I love every aspect of it. But the problem I'm seeing now is that it's my stamp on the challenge, which, you know, is okay. (laughs) I've done a good job so far. I've laid a good groundwork and I feel like we're gaining momentum. There's a lot of organizations and people in the city who are hearing about it and want to get involved. Um, And so it's growing, but I feel like, you know, the whole climate action thing with Greta, when it came out, it made me realize, you know, many times in September I'd be, you know, sending all my emails to the teachers and sending all my emails to the school districts and saying, okay, pass this on to your teachers and teachers, pass this on to your students, help us find those kids. And I felt like I was beating my head against a wall sometimes because teachers are busy and they're yeah. just, they don't have time and they don't know what the challenge is. And they just, especially during COVID, they can't add one more thing. And so mm-hmm. I figured, you know what, Greta's success came because it was led by a young person. She had a following of her peers instantly, pretty much, uh, because young people could relate to her. And so it kind of clicked in me. I went, okay, I need to stop what I'm doing here. This, you know, I've got it as far as I can go with it. I need to turn it over to the people who we're trying to, you know, embrace, and that is the youth. And so that's where I want to see STC going. Uh, you know, after talking with the teams this year in the debrief, I, I think you guys are okay with the format pretty much. I don't think we need to reinvent mm-hmm. the wheel, but I think I need to take a back seat and the adults that are sort of in the background, we're always here to support, but to give a new flavor and let let people your age come and take the lead on it and say, okay, let's do this differently. Or, you know, maybe this part of the project could change to be more suitable to the time frame of a high school student or who knows how it will look, but the fact is, um, you know, the organizations, Global Citizen Events and Gecko, who are the two key organizations that, you know, put this on and and I'm coordinating on their behalf, they're open to it as well, is just turning this over to the youth and to say, here, we've got the foundation, you guys run with it. You go find the teams, you go find the students, you're in the schools, you know who those kids are much better than I do, or even a teacher. And so that's what I'm excited about is youth taking the lead, youth helping us find those kids. Because I know sometimes we're missing out on some really amazing projects and amazing opportunities for students who just don't hear about it. And that frustrates me. And I want to give everybody a fair shot. And they can't have a shot unless they know about it. So. Right. And, yeah, I think – like we needed you to kind of lead for the first few years and um, kind of spread the word about SCC, but like really trusting 
your baby <laughs> um, in the hands of a few teenagers is really like you really have to trust them yeah. right and so like what are some like I know that some listeners are interested in the mm-hmm. SDC project so what are some things that they can look out for well for me I always say it starts with a passion So that's where you need to do some work on your own is like, okay, what is it? What is the one thing I really want to make a difference on? And if you don't know, look up global goals and there'll be a million things on the internet about it, but just get a handle on the 17 targets and figure out where your passion lies. And then I would start to think about who, who do I know that's like-minded and it doesn't have to be someone in your class. It doesn't even have to be someone in your school. It could be someone in your dance club or someone on your soccer team, uh, somebody at work, but somebody that you connect with. Maybe you've had these conversations with them before or you think, oh, that'd be a great person to work with on, on a project and connect with the small group. And then, you know, you head to our website and sort of dig around and see what we're all about. And whenever you respond on our website, it comes directly to me. So then I know who you are. Then look out. <laughs> I want to have your email, boy. I'll be all over it. No. She yeah. will email you like yeah. at least twice a week, sometimes yeah. like 18. Yeah. <laughs> yes, well, that, you know, that's what I loved is I loved having the connection with the youth. So, yeah, yeah. when people are interested, it, you know, it's not a scary thing. I, I'm only kidding. I won't, you know, hold you to the fire. But um, if I know you're interested <laughs> and you're serious about it, then I can help you find teammates. I can help you hone in on what is it is you're passionate about and talk to you about some past projects and get you some ideas. Um, and that's just where it starts. Like he said, uh, it just starts with sometimes a simple idea that someone throws out and then you just start digging around, asking questions, doing some research. And then I think the whole world blows up for you, right? Cause once you start looking and if you're yeah. really passionate about it, you just get fired up, right? Like, and it's like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> So, yeah, that's yeah. what I would just hope for. And, you know, our, our website's pretty comprehensive. I keep adding more stuff on there. So that's a good place for people to start. Go to the website and see what it's about. Fire me a, an email and then, you know, do some digging around on your own. Talk to some of your peers and people you know. And uh, then it's always good to have a contact at your school or an adult um, that you're close to, whether that's a parent or a teacher, an administrator, a coach, or just somebody at your, you know, an, another adult that can vouch for you or can support you along the way too. And, and just for legal reasons too, it's always good to have a contact with a, an adult outside. But um, once you, once you get the green light and you start to go, then, you know, it's just like, let's see what happens. And a lot of kids start and they're like, okay, well, this is like way too much for me or, oh, half my team dropped out now what do I do and you know what those things happen and either we support you to find new teammates or you change course and try something new you know I could go into many stories of you know where those things have happened and that students end up right you know I mean even the team this year uh that won the top prize they ended up having a teammate drop out really quite late and they were panicking a bit and I said well either do it on your own or go find somebody else. And they pulled in another girl who was so excited to be involved in what they were doing and totally embraced it. And, you know, you guys had the same issue too. So you just kind of roll with the punches, but it starts with the passion. That's all I can say. And if you've got it, then you need to then say, yes, let's give this a try. And that's really where it starts. For sure. And uh, with, 
would the fifth SDC project be um, next year around November? Uh, well, the pro- um, it, things start can start as early as September. You can register online, but the actual challenge doesn't happen until February. In February, it's Global Citizens Week. Right. Uh, in there, the week kind of changes, and that's where Global Citizen Events like to, likes to hold all of their events. And so uh, that's usually the time frame we use. So that can give students from September if they start right away and then they go through phase one before Christmas. And then after Christmas, if they're chosen to move forward, they've got from early January, usually till mid-February to fine-tune their projects and work on their pitch. So that's kind of the time frame. And that's all listed online too. But, you know, if you have an idea now, if your listeners are thinking, okay, I want to get a head start, go for it. You start doing your research, go online, the criteria is there. And uh, it's definitely a lot of work and the more time that you have to build on it is key yeah, to yes. make it more detailed and for sure. You know, and we went through COVID and still did it this year. To meet in right. person, yeah. had um, mentor nights that were virtual and all those sort of really exciting things that kind of broke my heart for all of you because you didn't get to experience fully. Yet every time I talked to you, you were so excited and enthusiastic and loved it. So I was like, okay, well, <laughs> that's okay. You know, it's different, but it worked. And I mean, I was so incredibly impressed with all three teams that that hit the stage this February. You know, I we joked about how you all were all being separated by about two marks over 130 points in all, which shows uh, the level that all three teams um, went to. And that was simply because you were passionate about your topic and you were willing to work for it. And, you know, now you're reaping the rewards. You know, you want a small cash reward, but as you, I think, will attest to your outcome and your, your rewards are much more than the thousand dollars you received. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I bet like the listeners can kind of notice Carmen's passion behind this. Yeah. And like really her passion really like infected, infected us. (laughs) In a good way. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. (laughs) She was such a motivator because you were just so enthusiastic about it Mm and um, constantly reaching out to us, which is amazing because usually is like um, teenagers were the ones who were like like scrapping to reach out to adults and you were just like there and on it for us which was amazing right yeah yeah carmen do you have any last words before we um say goodbye to the listeners (laughs) well i mean you know me i probably have a couple hours worth to talk about but what i will say it's just i'm just so incredibly proud of your team and and what you're doing and i just hope you realize um, you know, the, the seeds you're planting right now with your peer group and what impact you truly could have. I really think, you know, that for me, this, this is what's exciting is where these things can go, how they can impact and change lives. And, and I just think you guys are wonderful. I'm so proud of the work that you put into for this. And I just hope that, you know, your listeners are, are excited by what you're doing about what what other youth in the city are doing and to just say yes give this a try um uh, we're here for you we've got other youth who are willing to take the lead on this next year so i'll be here continually reaching out because that's what i love to do but you know this this could be something that starts at a young age and can have a huge impact on 
on your lives and on the lives of the people and the projects that you're creating. So I just say go for it. And and thanks to you, the four of you, for really making an incredible year for me. You know, COVID had its ups and downs. And this is, you know, SDC is something I did full time this year. Like a lot of hours went into it, but it was truly and honestly my joy to do it. Working with uh, young people like mm -hmm. uh, the four of you and the other teams, uh, just such a high caliber of humans, I just have to say. And I really, I really mean that. Um, <laughs> just so, so inspiring. And if uh, people out there listening are worried about our future, I'm telling you, the, the best thing you can do is work with young people like this because it makes you realize we are in incredibly good hands. And so thank you for the work you've done. And thanks for, you know, supporting this challenge and helping us to promote it and bring this experience to other students and youth in our city. Thank you so much, Carmen. Thank you so much, and thank you for the listeners for listening to today's episode. And we will see you in, in our next, next episode. episode. Bye. 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 Bye.